in monday mana is certainly a privilege that god has given to us and uh, in fact uh, i bit uh, feel bit nervous also because a lot of people are seasoned uh, speakers okay uh, so i just want to take something which maybe something kind of a reputation for you uh, which you would have already heard couple of times but many a times it is better to have some kind of a reminders once in a while so let me share something okay before sharing this thing i just want to tell you one thing like most of the uh, what you call it as the tv programs or any movies there is something called as they put it as a disclaimer the purpose behind this because what they are trying to say is that anything uh, that has been mentioned over there that they don't want to take responsibility but here uh, whatever i'm just sharing it i'm just trusting not because uh, i know something more than somebody else or it's not that i have some knowledge or it's not that i have attained uh, or been a perfectionist but purely by god's grace and with the strength of the holy spirit i'm just sharing this word so uh, let's go into the word of god yeah i'm not so used to much of the powerpoint presentations actually uh, because basically i am of two type one is i like to talk i'm more of a talkative and more of an interactive person but with the time restriction as well as with online neither of that can be done so i have a very finite time with me like a limited time for another 25 minutes or so okay uh, the first thing is i just want to read one verse okay it says romans 8:29 i'm reading it in the nlt version for god knew his people in advance and he chose them to become like his son so that his son would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters and also i just want to read one more verse it says even as he has uh, chose us in him before the foundations of the world that we should be holy and blameless before him in love he predestined us for adoption as sons through jesus christ according to the purpose of his will and the third verse for we are his workmanship created in christ jesus for good works which god prepared beforehand that we should walk in them okay if you look into all these three verses there is one thing that is common and which I, of course i have highlighted over there also is that god has predestined us god has chosen us well in and advance god has chosen us even before the foundation of this world why this word is very important to us because especially during the lockdown time and even many a times what is happening is the satan always use one of the most powerful tool uh which is called the doubt and the fear i still remember uh, there was one yvamer who belongs to youth with a mission who has been in the ministry for almost 20 years or so uh, recently i think it was a couple of weeks back he posted in a facebook post saying that uh, please pray for me because i feel like i am no more loving god and i don't uh, think that i've been chosen some kind of a word which is a kind of a word of discouragement he has posted and immediately across the world uh, the yvms they started sending the message don't worry we are with you all this thing so what is happening is during this uh, covid situations mainly and most of the other times also when we are alone that is where the satan tries to come up with this kind of a doubt so in that kind of a doubt because jesus the word of god himself has used these kind of a words whenever the satan came over there for the temptations so it is always better to have kind this kind of a reminders in our life that i have been chosen that you have been chosen not chosen for a certain reasons or not chosen only last week maybe like for example for me 
like i am the kind of a first generation christian because my both my parents like father side uh, mother side both the sides if you look into it they are very orthodox into family okay so what is happening is it may look like okay we were in the particular tambram area in which there are christians that is where we have been uh, uh, converted no it is not the case because the word of god very clearly says that he has chosen us even in david he says that he has chosen us even when we are at the uh, mother's womb so we have to get this kind of a reminders once in a while so that what will happen is when satan is trying to put you down because that is what happens most of the people uh, they are having this kind of a problem in their mental thing that they are nothing actually they they don't have anyone with them they feel like alone so that is the time we have to make sure that we have to repeat this word that i have been chosen by god i have been chosen for a purpose and most importantly we have to understand one thing is that we no need to know about i mean we no need to do anything extra uh, to do god's will actually but the reason behind is what is happening is god has not only chosen us god has also a plan and a purpose for us he has kept it well in advance but only thing is we have to figure it out what is the god's plan in my life what is the purpose because that is what it is very clearly says in ephesians 2:10 that we are god has prepared beforehand but so that we can able to walk in through that so in this case what we have to know is we have to know the will of god through the word of god and through the spirit of god we have to just find it out what is the plan and purpose god has kept but apart from that saying so we have to also understand one thing okay let me repeat again you are chosen by god that is the first thing you have to make sure that the foundation is strong okay and the second thing is we also have to understand why i have been chosen and what is the purpose of it there are certain things that we have kind of a specific calling and we have a generalized calling also like for example everyone have a different callings like as it says in ephesians everyone has a different offices some may be called as an evangelist some may be called as a pastors some may be called as a teachers some may be called as uh, uh, preachers or the uh, apostles it can be anything else but one thing that is common across the globe be it in the first century christians or in the 21st century christians we are all called to be as an ambassadors for christ that is what it says in second corinthians chapter 5 verse 20 so we are christ ambassadors so who has written this one this was written by apostle paul himself to the church of corinthians it's not only over here he is also mentioning in two other places even in ephesians when he was writing it i am just putting it in two different uh, translations one in the uh new uh, living translations if you look into it it says that still preaching this message as a god's ambassador when he was preaching out he was very specific yes he is the apostle for the gentiles no doubt about it but in spite of the chains in spite of the being in prison he is very clearly mentioning that he is being called as a ambassador even if you read the same verse in the uh, tpt translation it says the last line even though i am chained as a prisoner i am an ambassador so whatever might be the situation we have to understand the first thing is you are chosen by god and you are chosen as an ambassador we are an ambassador for christ many organizations many ministries they call themselves as an ambassador for christ that's perfect but the point is that everyone who has been called who has been chosen by god himself we have to understand we are not just an ordinary person we are called as an god's ambassadors okay saying so now the thing is like uh, as uh, brother samson was saying that i have been living in delhi for the last 10 years people who have uh, visited delhi must have known a place called chanakya puri okay uh, this area 
is very famous for embassies. Okay. Now, what is happening is if you come across any of this area in Chanakapuri, you will see the U.S. consulate, you will see the German consulate, you will see the Swiss consulate. The entire area, you will have the consulates or the embassies. Okay. In over there, that is where the ambassadors live. Okay. Now, what is happening is these ambassadors have certain privileges. In fact, recently you would have come across the news, which is I think it is in the national news also. There is a thing gold smuggling happened in Kerala. Okay. Now that is, they have told us that it has been happening for so long and recently they figured it out. And one, there was one insider who was using the privilege of a embassies, the consulates, what they are like. I'll tell you what is happening. Uh, whenever there is a courier, I mean, maybe it is already in the news also. I'm not sure about it. Okay. Whenever there is a courier or cargo that has been destined or addressed to a particular consulate, what will happen is generally the customs will not open it. If it is anybody else, they can easily open it. But when it comes to the consulate packages, they will not open it. There is a protocol in it. Okay, that is what happened. Many a times why these gold smuggling happen so easily is because they don't want to take risk of opening the packages. Because what will happen is whenever a package that has been addressed from a consulate in UAE to a consulate in Cochin or anywhere in India, if they open it, then it becomes a very sensitive issue. It becomes a government issue. Such is the reasons that these uh, gold smuggling happens so many months or so many years, we don't even know. Uh, they have not traced it out except on a particular date. They figured it out that there is something fishy happened. Okay, now the point is, I mean, negative things apart, but there are certain positive things also happening in regards to the being an ambassador. Okay, the thing I told you was... Uh, a negative part of the embassy who has misused their privileges. But let's understand the facts of an ambassador or let's know about the privileges that an ambassador carry wherever they are. First and foremost, we know an ambassador is somebody who is basically who is stationed in a foreign nation. Okay, let me put this one. Okay, the first and foremost is that they have been given authority to represent their government. Okay, like for example, uh, we see a lot of uh, Americans or uh, foreigners national placed in India. They actually represent their government. Whatever the government has come up with any rules. Like, for example, Sister Noreen is here. Okay. She has been living in Australia for some time. I mean, she was on a uh, tourist visa, I believe. Okay. She was in her uh, daughter's place. Okay. Now, what is happening is now there is a particular situation in which if there is uh, some kind of an issue that she has to come back to India. Now, the first and foremost place that she will be looking into or she will be contacting is the Indian embassy in Sydney or wherever it is or Melbourne. Okay. Now, the reason behind is because the embassy in Australia are the official representative of the Indian government and their laws. Okay. So, their job is generally, if you see across the uh, nation, they have been given a certain authority to represent the government. In fact, not only that, anything happens in regards to a particular, um, maybe what shall I say, between a uh, uh, conversation between two nations, then it is the ambassadors who talk on the first place. Sometimes what will happen is they call it as back-end channels. They do it before the prime ministers or the head of the state come into the picture and signing and everything. These kind of uh, back-end channels work will be happening between these ambassadors of a particular nation. Okay. And the second thing is they are protected while on assignment. That is the most important thing. Okay. Now, what will happen is like when they are going to a particular, like as I was saying to you earlier, in Chanakpuri, if you go to a particular consulate, anything, even for example, US consulate, it is not only in that building. You Sometimes you can't even go into that lane of the US consulate. 
there would be so much of tight security in it you are an indian you are a you are let's say you are born and brought up in uh, india and then you are also residing in delhi even though you cannot go into a particular lane reason because it called as a high security zone and this have a special protection in which even a, even though you claim that you are you can go anywhere in india you cannot go to that particular area because that is a, a protected area that has been restricted and so which means it is not only that premises so wherever the ambassador goes they have a special protection in fact here you don't see much maybe in city area you can see it in chennai but in delhi it's a very common thing even the vehicle that they use those vehicles you will not see in, in india been manufactured most of the vehicles been provided by their uh, respective countries the host countries uh, not the host countries the countries from where they have come to okay that is one thing sometimes it is highly protected bulletproof it all depends on uh, kind of a embassy uh, from where they are representing to okay and the third thing is they must reflect the nature of the government like for example that is why if you see whenever there is a change in government happens like for example let's put it like this now right now we have been seeing donald trump because i'm just using us uh, elections which is in a limelight for quite some time i'm using this as an example while donald trump was a, a us president he has a set of embassy or the ambassadors in various countries the moment let's say joe biden comes assuming if joe biden comes okay then what will happen is there will be immediately there will be a change in even the diplomatic thing also they will put their uh, persons okay so there will be certainly they will be reflecting what is the policy of that particular government because joe biden has a certain uh, uh, policy whereas donald trump has a certain policy so their main responsibility the ambassadors or the diplomatic people is to make sure that they reflect the nature of the government not only that in fact if you see most of the places they work on a diplomatic missions what they call it as peace making okay their job is to make sure that there is peace being so as an ambassador in christ you have to make sure see whatever i have been saying over here they given authority the being protector being reflecting the nature of this thing you have to make sure that you connect yourself as an ambassador for christ okay and the fourth most important point is that needs are covered by the government see the big problem is as a business people we may not encounter this thing but people who have come into the full time ministry who doesn't have any savings they always have this kind of a question who will take care of it some people used to send i'm not trying to say sending a newsletter is wrong but lot of people make sure that their one of the main ministry they do is the sending the newsletter okay but the point is that they have to understand their needs are met of course we all know this verse which says in philippians 4:19 in christ all our needs have been taken care so like whenever they are in their foreign country the the uh, the country in which they are representing they will take care of the entire thing be it not only to that individual the entire family their insurance will be taken care their provisions will be taken care uh, whatever in fact when some of the countries when they are going for holidays even those holiday things also been taken care by the government itself okay and the last part which is very important they are chosen by their head of the state mostly by the president i just told you an example right now we have so many ambassadors been representing us government those government i mean those people have been chosen by donald trump whereas once joe biden comes into the picture then obviously you will be able to see in fact if you look into it recently there was one ambassador been sent to uh, taiwan okay now what was happening is this indian ambassador been sent to taiwan was actually earlier it was an officer placed in pakistan 
Okay, now what is happening? The moment the Indian ambassador who was actually placed in Pakistan, when he was moved to Taipei, the immediately the world politics started to look into a different reason. See, he was just an ambassador. We can say it is not a prime minister or a president or anybody going over there. It is just an ambassador. Eight, what is happening is they know that they know the personality, the character of a particular person who is already in Pakistan and why they are putting over there in Taipei so that they can able to handle the China issues better. Okay, so we have to understand very clearly the uh, the particular ambassadors are being chosen by the head of the state. Likewise, you and I have been chosen by the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. So let's understand very clearly. Okay, I told you about because we don't have time. I'm just rushing up. Okay, as I told you, first and foremost, you are chosen by God. Make sure that you, I mean, even if uh, Satan tries to come up with any doubt, you have to make sure that you are chosen by God. Okay, as chosen as what? You can have a different callings, but one thing as it is common, we are not only sons of God, we are not only the daughters of God, we are a children of God, but at the same time, we have to understand we are a kind of an ambassador of God. We are ambassador for Christ. Okay, now what is happening, as I told you earlier, as an ambassador or the consulate general, they have a mission. Okay, they go to a foreign country. Like, for example, sometimes we send a particular person to a, a, a like, let's say, war-torn nation. Why they are doing it? They are supposed to maintain peace over there in the hostile countries. Okay, likewise, if you see in Acts chapter 7, 38, there you see a particular word. It says church in the wilderness. Why I'm trying to put over here this particular word is because we have to understand an ambassador as a mission. Okay, God has not chosen you with no reason. Okay, he has chosen you for a plan and a purpose. So that means if you have a, so we call it as missionary because they have a mission field. Similarly, we have a particular mission also. Okay, what is this? What is our mission field? Okay, now as I told you over here, the church in the wilderness, let me give a small example. Okay, uh, for, let's take uh, the, in Exodus, if you see, God uh, chosen this Israelites. Uh, the people of Israel, they are already in bondage in Egypt. Okay, now they, God has used Moses to bring them out from bondage, that is from Egypt to Canaan. Okay, now what is happening is we have to connect this particular point. The Egypt, it represents our old life or the worldly life. Okay, we always know Canaan uh, or the Kana represents what you call it as the heaven or the final destination. Okay, but there is something called as the wilderness life. This wilderness actually, see, if you look into it, why I've chosen the American standard version is because there it's used the word church. So as per the Bible, that is the first church that has been chosen. Of course, we know in Acts of the Apostles, the first church born through the um, uh, Holy Spirit. But the thing is, if you see the first church in the wilderness, this has happened during the Moses time. Okay, it is also the church is also called as the congregation or the assembly. Okay, now what is happening? You are moving from Egypt and you are heading towards Canaan, but there is a process. Now, this wilderness is going to make sure that is the life that we are living in this earth. Okay, many a times we may see, like, read the stories of Israelites. We think, hey, what does this guy mean? They are like a stiff necked people. They, they, are like, one day they are in the kind of a peak experience and the very next day they are in the valley experience. It looks like whenever we read the story, it looks like how idiot these people are. I mean, are they so dumb? 
But imagine, many a times, many a times as a Christian, even in our spiritual life, we encounter the same problem. That is why in the New Testament, God has said that all these incidents, all these incidents has been written as an example to us, as an example to us. So it is a reminder to us. Okay, now quickly, I'm just reading this verse. It says in 1 Peter 2.11, it says, Beloved, I beg you as a sojourners and pilgrims. Okay, uh, and the next verse is, yeah, the same verse. I'm just reading it out in another translation. It says in 1 Peter 2.11, Dear friends, I warn you as temporary residents and foreigners to keep away from worldly desires that wage war against your very souls. Now, the big problem is this. Until uh, this COVID situation, until this lockdown, what was happening is we thought this earth is our permanent address. A lot of people were only thinking about what I will do tomorrow. What is that needs? How I can able to save money? How I can build these things? So many things we thought like this earth is a permanent address. But what has happened is this COVID, the pandemic, actually it has shaken the foundations of both the believers and non-believers. That is why if you look into it, they use the word new normal. Okay, so many things. Now people started getting a new things also. Okay, now this is not permanent. Okay, let's start it instead of saving money. Let's start it enjoying the day. That is what the worldly people all say. So we have to understand one thing. We are always a pioneers and not settlers. Okay, pilgrims, why it has been used? Even if you look into Hebrews chapter 11, it talks about Abraham. So Abraham, even though he's a rich person, but he always had a temporary house. He was having a tent. What is his mindset? He said that this is not permanent. I'm heading towards a permanent place. I'm marching towards a permanent place. So that is the mindset that Abraham was having. Even this morning, in case, in case if we are having some other priorities, let's change our priorities. Let's have a new, let, they call it as a paradigm shift. Let's have a paradigm shift this morning so that we will try to attain the mind of Christ because that is what the word of God says. Let the Christ, the mind of Christ be in me. So the last point I want to say is to live as an ambassador and as a pilgrims, we have to understand one thing. There is a mindset to adopt, a war to fight, a lifestyle to maintain, a day to remember. I mean, all these four points are four different topics. I can able to talk in the four different topics, but we don't have time. I, I want to finish it out. It's already eight. Okay. I repeat again. If you forget any other points in the entire thing, just remember this one. If you want to, you have been chosen, number one. Number two, you have been chosen for a purpose and you are chosen as an ambassador. And the third thing, you are on a mission. Okay. So what you have to do? There is a mindset you have to adopt first. Because it says, I mean, so many verses are there. In Romans 12, 1 and 2, we see about the renewal of the mind. And if you see in Ephesians and Colossians, it talks about put on, put away. So many things have been mentioned. So we have to put off the old man and we have to put on the new man. So the most important things this morning we have to adopt is that I am an ambassador for Christ. And the second thing is we are on a mission. We have a war to fight. And the third thing is we have to have a lifestyle, a lifestyle that is different, that needs to be maintained. Okay, and the fourth thing is we have to, we are going through a tough time, but eight, we have a day to remember, a day uh, where we can able to redeem. Okay, so let's have these four points in our mind and let God give us the grace, give us the strength, give us the guidance to teach us to walk as an ambassador for Christ. Let's pray. Father, this morning, I just shared the thoughts that you are given to me, Lord. Lord, if there is anything that our people can able to learn from this one, I really want to praise God for it, Lord. 
Lord, let every word that has been shared, let it be a blessing and let it grow hundredfold, Lord. Lord, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.